it's about really kind of clearing out a lot of our crap that we hold within our bodies and within our souls that really stops us from reaching our next level of awesomeness. This week I'm talking with Brittany from Conscious Alchemy. She is a woman's empowerment coach in touch with her own divine goddess. She's a healer and we have a super amazing chat. This one is great for you if you've read a few self-help books and you don't seem to be making that much change in your life. We talk all things releasing your grip on the reins of your life and just letting life flow in through you and how her younger years of being bullied resulted in her own body dysmorphia. We talk about what her go-to questions are for tapping into her own intuition and why it's important to heal before you put the building blocks in place for your life. Before you try doing any work and personal development, you got to heal what's stopping you to start off with. Now, I had this chat with Britt before I moved to New Zealand, so there will be some referential things that don't really make sense if you have been listening intently to the podcast, but I thought it was a really awesome chat that I really needed to share with you guys, and it's been sat ready to go. So here it is. Welcome to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge, a colour lover who's filling out the grey area that we call life to help you live a more colourful life and help you unlock your mind so that you can be adventurous too. Conscious Alchemy has actually grown really organically over the last year. So I am trained as a massage therapist and I've been doing that for almost six years. But Conscious Alchemy came about through essential oils effectively. I dabble very much in essential oils and I was like just love creating my own medicines and creating my own magical potions. But then I kind of saw that I could use essential oils to like help me with my ailments. But at the end of the day, I had so much more underneath as to why these ailments were happening, like anxiety, depression, bad skin. And so then Conscious Alchemy just really evolved from making a beautiful conscious magical combustion mind body and soul with the tools of life so that's how that came about (laughs) is that something that you then offer to other people is that like a business of yours how does that fit into your daily life so conscious alchemy is actually my business now so i teach and help women through their own healing it's about really kind of clearing out a lot of our crap that we hold within our bodies and within our souls that really stops us from reaching our next level of awesomeness basically i am an energy healer and i do group programs with women about really embodying their own goddess and allowing themselves to really leave behind all that limiting crap to really emerge and transform within their own magic. That's my business now and that's what I do every day and it serves so many women and it serves me on such a beautiful, nourishing level. That's amazing. So would you say that like you found your purpose? Oh my gosh, 100%. Ever since this has happened, again, it's all happened super organically, but something just clicked and as soon as I was able to really find this purpose that just made me feel so giddy and in love with it all, I can't even tell you what has just like landed in my lap because of it. At the end of the day, when we aren't living our authentic truth and our most authentic life, life can always feel really freaking uphill and it's always a struggle and a battle. But once we really find what it is that we're here to do, 
life just really opens up and it's so freaking delicious. I love that you say that because I think it's definitely like a challenge, I guess, that I've been facing lately because I am three weeks pre-move and it's that fear of kind of getting to a point where maybe I do need to sort of let the world open up my, my sort of purpose in my life. Like how do you kind of interact in a business? Like do you operate out of home or is it like a mainly online thing? I'm a bit of both. I work from home. I have my own like studio bedroom area where I do all the in-person healing sessions but then I get to work online with my group programs and having that flexibility and being able to create something with so much freedom is just incredible and I feel like as well we can get so caught up in the idea that you're needing to really like latch onto things and try and figure it all out but then that's when it feels like you're just pushing an uphill battle so it's like as soon as you kind of come to this place where you're you're finding your path I mean you're not set in stone in it but you're finding it it's allowing yourself to really release what it actually looks like and how you're going to get there because when we have these ideas that what you want your life to look like you get so in a box and you get so trapped in what that needs to look like that you don't and you're not open to other opportunity so like for instance tiff if you were so consumed by you needing to grow your audience here in wollongong or whatever it is then you'd be like no i'm not moving i can't do that i need to really focus on everything here but because you're open to the idea of moving and evolving and letting things happen that's when the world happens for you so i think maybe it's just a case of being open to it yes definitely open to new ideas but again just stop thinking like you have to have it all figured out right now and needing to control what it looks like ah and is that something that you would say that you're good at i feel like there's a big part of me that can easily fall back into that need to wanting to have control like what do you kind of do to maybe just go back into the flow of life because it really is it's just life flows doesn't it yes and so often we get super heady i can tell you that right now my week has been so consuming with work and it's like oh i need to do this and this and this and this but the thing is that i have the awareness to be able like hey Brit, (laughs) I see you, you're working way too hard and you're getting really up in your head about it all. So the awareness of you actually getting to that point where it's like really controlling and your status and success rides on how busy you are. As soon as like you can see that it's starting to happen, just be like, hmm, okay, what is it that I actually need to do today that is going to bring me back into less control, I guess, having to have it all figured out. And that always comes back to play, always. Having Ooh. fun, movement, flow, all of that stuff. Interesting. I like that because I never really would have thought of it that way in the sense that like you need to kind of let go on your on the reins of life a little bit have a bit of fun you know maybe like bring a little bit of joy into your life is that what you mean yes stop taking life so seriously (laughs) (laughs) what would you say is one small thing say you you know you we're not having this interview and you're like Mm -hmm. okay I'm at that point now where I need to I need to let go I need to loosen the reins a little bit what is one thing that you do specifically to you that brings you that sort of joy or that sort of playful nature? For me, it's dancing, definitely. <laughs> I, love um, it. I love to really drop into my own body and get out of my head um, because <laughs> that's really what we neglect is allowing ourselves to really feel into ourselves. 
So dance for me is a beautiful way to reconnect to the present moment, let go, let my hair down, have fun, really move that energy through my body just to freaking let go and have fun with it. Like put on some like classic 90s R&B or some Destiny's Child. Like <laughs> depending what my mood is, I'm going to put on a song that's going to really mirror what I'm trying to like feel as well. Like if I'm needing to let go, then it's like, all right, let's just freaking put on some really jammy tunes and just have fun but then when I'm trying to like amp myself up and like getting ready for the day then it's just like all right I need some like boss ass bitches happening like Cardi B or something (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it but girl I am 100% the same like um I do this thing every Thursday night um it's called no lights no lycra have you heard of it yeah oh my god it's so so much fun and so just mentally rewarding in the way that you can just go and be a silly fool and not have to worry about anything and just switch the hell off. Exactly. And it's really interesting. So I've just finished my round of Embody Your Goddess online program. And tonight I'm about to take all the girls for an ecstatic dance night where it's like dim lighting, just really dropping into the body, letting go and having that support of the sisterhood around us as well. So it's so yummy. It's so juicy. Tell us about Mm. the events that you kind of run. Well, I've only just started doing this ecstatic dance up here in Sydney. It's very similar to No Light no lycra where it's like you just come have fun and leave your expectations your pressures and the shitty things in life at the door and you just walk in and you're able to completely be yourself and I feel like that is one thing that is really missing a lot these days not many people give themselves the time or the space or the opportunity to just look like a fool, freaking jump around, scream at the top of your lungs, really let go of whatever the hell is inside you. So yeah, that's one thing I'm starting to do with the community up here in Sydney, which is really exciting. I came across you through a talk. Are you often giving those sorts of talks around the place? Yeah. So I'm often going to workshops. So I am a women's empowerment coach and it's all about allowing women to really heal because a lot of the time, We are in this space where self-development is getting really freaking mainstream, which is incredible. Everyone's doing it. Everyone's learning new tools. Everyone's reading the books. Everyone's doing everything. But what not everyone is doing is healing because Mm -hmm. we constantly, constantly take and take and take new information and be like, okay, I'm now going to do this and I'm now going to do that. But really, it's not even going to be worth it because it's like, well, you're not dealing with what's actually underneath everything as to why you've gotten here. I'm always teaching around the healing aspect and clearing our own vessels because really at the end of the day, like we're all energy and everything that's happened in our lives manifests as blockages within our body. So those limiting beliefs from stopping you from really reaching that abundant lifestyle or calling in your dream soulmate, that all boils down to blockages within your own subconscious. Tiff, like you were at the talk where I was talking about how our subconscious brain makes up about 90% of our everyday thoughts. So, and you're not even aware of it. And the more that you're recycling these beliefs that you don't think you're good enough, then you're never going to be good enough. So that That's what I really teach on is like healing these negative self-beliefs and really allowing yourself to re-emerge as the goddess that is your true essence. And how did you come across this profound teaching? Like surely you must have had your own journey 
to get to this point where you can actually then, I guess, teach it and share your experience? As a child, I was a bit chubby. I, I was very sporty, but I just wasn't the little girl that was very petite and I was bullied very super hard. I've had like apples thrown at my head and I've been given death threats before. Like that's how severe my bullying was. And it tore me up. I got sent the other way, like from being really a bit chubby. And I went to them thinking that I was the most obese person that you've ever seen. I was wearing size 16 clothes and at the end I was actually a size 10 And I thought I was that big. So my body dysmorphia was through the roof and I was just severely depressed and anxious and everything that goes along with being bullied um, around our weight. So Conscious Alchemy initially was founded on the precipice of really helping women connect with their bodies and learning to love themselves and their flesh and their vehicles that they have in this lifetime. But as it's emerged and evolved and grown, it's actually more about really being totally okay with what's on the inside coming back to that healing is just transformational so we can be like oh self-love body love body positivity that's all well and good but i really don't feel like it really gets to the core of it until you're able to lay your own shit out on the table and be like okay i'm dealing with this now and then that's when everything else comes. So how did you then deal with your body dysmorphia and decide to start Conscious Alchemy? My body dysmorphia started when I was about 12 years old and it was only until I was 26 when I thought that I was doing really well. So it was last year on Father's Day. I thought I was doing really well. I was like, yep, I'm just loving who I am and I'm beautiful and all this kind of stuff. But then something happened where this photo got edited of mine and long story short, it really hurt me. I was then called names again and it it really shook me to my core. And it was at that point and in that moment where I was completely broken that I was just like, I can't keep doing this anymore. I can't keep feeling this. I can't keep feeling this emptiness and heartbreak for myself. And from there, I just started kind of learning more about my body and also letting my intuition really take control because our intuition is our biggest teacher. The more that we can tap into our intuition, the more that we can have the ability to help ourselves. As a child, our intuition is so on point. But then what happens over time is like your social conditioning and things that happen within your family life, all that kind of stuff, it gets dulled. It gets so muted that those gut instincts that you have inside your belly when you just feel like, oh no, I shouldn't be doing this or you get the butterflies or whatever, that becomes super dull. So really being able to tune back into my own intuition, which is so freaking powerful, that was one of the biggest things that I did. So through that, I started journaling. I just constantly kept asking myself, what does my soul want me to know? What is it my intuition wants me to do? Being able to address it like that was then able to give me clarity on what it was that I needed to do to continue to heal and transform. Right. And what did you have to do? Literally, (laughs) 
It was all about actually around movement and exercise. It was allowing myself to love exercise again and how it makes me feel as opposed to punishing myself, which I love um, because our friend Whitney, she's all about that and I just applaud everything she does. That was one of the big things for me was leaning into more of that movement because I want to and I love to. And also looking at food as nourishment as opposed to punishment. A lot of it just came from actually forgiving forgiving people within my family that hurt me, forgiving myself big time. A lot of that was able then to release a lot of the heartbreak that I felt for myself. Also anger that I never actually realized I had for other people. My dad, like I didn't even realize I had so much anger towards him. I love him dearly, oh, so much. But when I started to bring into this, it kept coming up. I was like, whoa, what the hell is this? This doesn't seem right. But I kept going with it and going with it and being able to really release through that. I mean, I still got some stuff to do, but forgiveness is key. 100%. I think it's so true. Learning to forgive and then, you know, be okay with yourself and then to be able to build and kind of create the life that you want. You've got to first start by forgiving yourself. It's so profound and I, I 100% agree. Tell me about uh, one thing that you're proud of in your journey so far. Honestly, right now, I'm actually proud of myself where I am at this moment that I've been able to kind of navigate my own obstacles and my own traumas and kind of come out the other side and be able to share that with other people that oh my heart is just expanding so much (laughs) it's so yummy and juicy for me and that is what I'm most proud of being able to really hold other people's hands through their own self-healing journey definitely where to from here what are you working on where do you hope to be in the next five years let's go with what are you working on right now okay well oh so much actually so I'm just about to launch my second intake of embody your goddess online program which is starting in June which is super exciting but I've also had a a lot of people reach out to me wanting to create retreats in Thailand and Bali and Byron Bay. So that is what's on the cards right now. I'm just going with it. I'm trying not to really plan it out because we can often get a bit disappointed if things don't happen. But I definitely believe that there's going to be more speaking gigs, more retreats and just bigger and better things 100%. Where do you see Conscious Alchemy being? What embodiment or form do you think it will have in about five years' time? I fully believe that it's going to be a brand name where people know that they can turn to for help. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter what you look like or no matter what gender you are, it will be one of the most poignant brands in the time where you can go and learn and have the tools to continue on your own journey. That's cool. That's really cool. (laughs) That's the plan. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, I look forward to hearing about it in the next five years. (laughs) Now, what would you say to Brit when she was going through the body dysmorphia? What would you say to her knowing that this is how life is going to turn out? What kind of words would you offer her? I'd tell her to stop avoiding the emotions, actually allow herself to feel that disappointment and that anger and the sadness completely and stop being so embarrassed by it and stop feeling shame around those feelings. I would definitely tell her to allow herself to experience the enormity of those emotions because as soon as we 
kick ourselves down because we're feeling a certain way that might be quote unquote bad or um, low vibrational, then we just keep pushing that further down within us. So I just want her to really lean into whatever emotions were coming up for her and allow them to serve her at that time. Wow, cool. What has helped you push through some of the hard times? What's maybe something that you remember, like an experience or just some words of encouragement that you give yourself when things get a little bit tough? My favourite thing to do is when, I mean, you're having an argument with your partner, you don't feel like you're really getting it at work or even school, you just need to close down your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths and place your hand on your heart and just say to yourself that this too shall pass. And it just takes the weight of the situation off your shoulders and just makes you realize it's just another day. It is going to be okay. It will pass and you'll get back to those sunshine and rainbows and butterflies and unicorns again. I love that. And and like I've been having a quite a stressful week and along the same sort of lines I had to tell myself and, and literally, yeah, you're right, like put my hand on my heart and say like I wouldn't be going through this if I couldn't handle it. And it's so mm. true. Like it's these moments that just they seem too much, but then once mm. you kind of just take a step away from the, the gravity of the situation in your mind, you can kind of pull yourself out and go, actually – I can handle this. Yes. What wise words do you operate under? Do you like to to share? Is there any other wise, you know, little pearls of wisdom that you want to leave with? Always ask yourself every day, what does your goddess want you to do? And that's your intuition. That's your higher self. That is who really wants the best for you? What does she want to do today? Or what does she want to do in life? Whenever you get a bit clouded, and I just always love to ask that question because it just gets me in the mood for life, that juiciness. Wow, I love it. I want to start doing that too. Like I want to ask myself, what does my goddess want me to do today? I really like that, even in the terms of the language and the way that you're kind of questioning yourself. And it's such mm-hmm. a innermost thought-provoking question. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And so often we don't actually give ourselves that time. It's just like, okay, I'm just going to get up and do what I usually do. But it's like, okay, but maybe what if you wanted to do something different? What does your goddess want you to do? And that allows you to have a really powerful day, a really beautiful day and allow you to lean more into your confidence as well. If you share Brittany's vibe and you want to get in touch with her, you can find her on all of the socials. On Instagram, conscious.alchemy, just search for Conscious Alchemy in Facebook or head to theconsciousalchemy.com.au. Well, that's almost it from me here on Misadventurous. If you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the Misadventurous podcast, hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now. And if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path, I'd love it if you head on over to iTunes and rate and review this podcast. Go on, five stars for all that positivity, right? So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it. Mm